Welcome to the Fitness Nerdcast. I'm your co-host Ryan Smith with fellow coach Stephanie Holbrook, where we get a chance to geek out on all things fitness and bring it to you. First off, things presented here are our opinions developed with over 40 years of combined experience. We are not medical doctors and any information presented here is purely informational. If you'd be interested in working with us, please email us at fitnessnerdspodcast at gmail.com or hop over to our website and blog at fitnessnerdspodcast.com. While you're online, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fitnessnerdspodcast. Now on with the show. Hi, everybody. Um, thanks again for joining us. I'm here with my swim coach, Frank Soul, and... Um, I was referred to Frank by friends and a little bit about why I want him on the podcast. I have done a number of triathlons and I always felt like I was not a swimmer and I just had to get through the swim so I could get on the bike. And um, my results showed that I was not a good swimmer. And I had taken swim lessons from a number of coaches trying to get better and I really never improved that much and I almost didn't call Frank. I almost didn't call you because I was like, why bother? Why pay any more money to get another coach and it's just going to be the same results and I'm going to just be disappointed? Well, to my shock, um, Frank was not like the other coaches. He started out with us in front of a chalkboard or a, a dry erase board instead of the water and he talked about stuff that really hadn't anything to do with swim form. It was all about your attitude and your flexibility and your um, mobility, which is um, what basically something like I'm a Czech exercise coach, which I don't know if you've heard the Czech Institute, but um, that's sort of what we teach too. So it was sort of refreshing to come from that standpoint. And then he basically said, if we were here sitting in front of him, we were all swimmers and that I've done an Ironman triathlon. So I'm obviously a swimmer. So I never thought of about myself that way, and it just made everything he said sink in. Um, so I wanted to talk to Frank and have him explain um, his philosophy be behind his coaching and um, how that just makes such a big difference. So it's all up to you, Frank. Thanks, Steph. Yeah, I mean, what my philosophy as a coach, and I've been coaching at this level for 20 years, and I've had the privilege of working with pro triathletes right up to the beginner and the, the average triathlete, and I hate using that word average because no one is average, and, and that was the message that we had conveyed to the group that was sitting in front of me. If you're in front of me and everybody in that uh, audience has competed in a triathlon, you're a swimmer. I could We could sit there and debate the level of ability to swim, but if you've competed, you're a swimmer. Um, I think that's the problem with a lot of triathletes is their own mental, their own perception of what they're capable of doing, and they they dismiss the hard work they put in. Um, so I start there to get the foundation to believe that they can do this, and I and I coach. I'll back up for a second. I coach from the perspective of the six Bs. Number one, you got to believe that you're capable of learning to how to swim. Number two is uh, be relaxed. Number three, breathe. Fourth, balance. Number five, body position. And then number six is biomechanics. So when we engulf those six Bs, and yeah, they're not proprietary, 
but these are things that I've put together after 20 years to convey the message to an athlete that they all have the potential to get better. I always kid athletes, you bring me a note from a doctor who says you can't do this, then I still don't believe you. We're going to get you in the water and we're going to work the technique. And, Stefan, I think that's exactly what we did with you. We just took it. We chunked down what you're doing now and really start to solidify and start to build on what you do well. As a coach, I never address the negative first. We always address what an athlete's doing well and build uh, exponentially off of that. Yeah, it was uh, it was great. And I... Uh can you, what's your swimming background, or where did you learn this clo- tro- coaching philosophy? Did you come up with it just through time, or did you have a teacher or a mentor that, that you sort of followed? Yeah, that's a great question. I Again, I've been coaching for 20 years. Uh, growing up in New Jersey, probably could tell by the way I talk, I am not from Arizona. I am a Jersey born and bred. And I was very fortunate that I was in a position I could do some volunteer coaching at the local YMCA. So I started teaching mommy and me classes, and uh, the head coach for the swim team saw me working with young swimmers and said, we'd love to have you uh, part of our staff. Would you want to coach? And uh, I, I started coaching. Uh, at that point, uh, I started to, I went to high schools, and I became volunteer coach for four years with three different high schools I was volunteering uh, any way I can help. Uh, as a high school teacher, where I taught they already had a head coach, the job finally opened. It was mine for the taking. I took it. Uh, still worked under a head coach named Jack um, Casino at, at the Red Bank YMCA in New Jersey. Mentored under him certifications, read, study, that's all I would do is study this stuff on tape. Uh, And then also about myself, I've always was a swimmer, I've always swam, though I never swam competitively, I've always enjoyed it growing up on the Jersey Shore. And I remember back in 1989, I believe, was the very first time I did a triathlon in Highlands, New Jersey, looking out to that buoy that looked like it must have been 12 miles out into the New York Harbor, I thought I was going to die, and succeeded through that. And I fell in love with open water swimming at that point, and just started to do more and more to learn. Uh, So between mentorship and learning on my own, getting certified as a USAT coach, I'm a level 3 ASCA certified coach, um, mobility coach, a certified CrossFit instructor, personal trainer, I just learned through the process what it takes to succeed um, as a coach, as a mentor, as a teacher, an educator to help athletes become uh, more proficient and better at the uh, at the swim. Cool. And you've been highly recommended among um, athletes. So, are is most of your your coaching your clinics is by referral? Because, I mean. Everybody I talk to, I'm like, oh, I'm taking classes from Frank, and uh, and I really love it. It's really helped me. And all, my friends who've all done triathlons, who's taken your clinics before, are like, oh, Frank's great. Frank's great. Um, can you talk about, like, uh, a little bit, like, I, I'm in a class with people who've already taken your class, and even though um, it's, can you talk about how important it is to, once you learn a skill to to 
built upon it. And yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, that's important, and, and to answer your first, uh, to make uh, address your first point, ninety nine percent of my my business comes from referrals. Uh, people come to me; they said you worked with so and so, uh, and and I feel blessed beyond belief to be able to do that. And you're right; the clinic that you're involved right now with those two gals, uh, two gals, yeah, they already went through one of my clinics already, and we're going through it again and to help solidify, and that is critical with me. I, I tell athletes all the time, especially some of my newer, younger athletes, if they've never watched the movie, The Karate Kid, I'm kind of partial to the first one, is the wax-on, wax-off effect. I remember specifically the young man is waxing the car late into the night, and all of a sudden his motion is not wax-on, wax-off, he's going the opposite way, and Mr. Miyagi grabs him by the wrist and makes him go the opposite way. It simply indicates that practice, you have to, perf, uh, excuse me, you have to practice perfectly. Practice in itself, I've seen too many triathletes banging out too many yards, mistaken activity for production. And I always want to make sure that what they're doing out there is going to actually make a difference. I just wrote a blog uh, a couple days and uh, uh, on my on my Facebook at uh, Soul Swim Solutions is that you could follow me there and I blog three days a week specifically on this mobility comes first you need to be able to move and demonstrate the movement on dry land and then be able to implement it and do it in the water and continually practice it over and over and over again it is safe to say most triathletes, Stephanie, come into this sport as adults, and many of us do not have a swimmer's background. No. <laughs> so the problem is that we, if we come from a sports background, we get very frustrated because I'm not getting this swim thing, and I will tell athletes, give it two to three years. Now, let me be cautious here. We live in a microwave society. You uh, very rarely do I see somebody grab this swim thing and the whole concept of proprioception and, and kinesthetic feel grab and hold the water, drive the hips, flexibility of the ankles, and throw breathing properly in there the very first few times. It takes time. And if you can embrace the fact that it's going to take time, you will su succeed at this. Right, and I think coming into it, I had been told by, uh, by a coach that no matter what you do, if you learn swimming late in life, you're never going to be that good because you just don't have the hours in. And so I always had the attitude, no matter what I did, I wasn't going to be better. Um, and like magic, I see Frank, he's like, you're a swimmer, if you're doing great, just do this. And I was... I mean, for me, it was just like a switch turned on. I was magically better. But, um, and I think uh, it just seemed like everything clicked. So I think, um, you know what you said, I think giving people hope that they're going to be faster or that you can improve is huge. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, you know, Stephanie, there's two schools of thought. I mean, there are two uh, fascinating books out there that I think every triathlete needs to read. Um the one is called The Talent Code uh, by Daniel Coyle, and Talent is Overrated by uh, Jeff Calvin. And those books could be very depressing because 
the 10,000 hour rule says, well, I'm so old or I'm in a certain age, I don't have a fighting chance of grasping this. But if you read uh, the four hour the four hour body by by Tim Ferriss, he debunks that whole philosophy. Going yes, you can learn how to swim in a very limited amount of time. That's why I believe many times it goes back to mental attitude. We're, we're not trying to get an athlete ready to race the Olympics, but we are getting them ready to uh, perform at their very best at that moment for that particular day. And if they can buy into that, knowing this is only a step forward in the big picture, they know they're going to get better and better and better and better at this. Right, that there's a, there's a steady line of improvement. Absolutely. I think mentally for me, I just had a steady like, oh, it's not going to work. You know, I'm just going to, this is where I stop. I This is as good as I'm going to get. That's why I almost didn't call you. I'm like, I'm going to be stuck here. Like, why, why spend any more money? Because I'm not going to spend, like, you know... 10,000 hours swimming. Plus, I mean, from the, you know, being a check exercise coach and a superhuman coach with Ben Greenfield um, Fitness, you know, they talk about having a good foundation. And, and, um, about having a good foundation is the basis for everything. And so that sort of goes against, you know, you hear one thing and then, you know, I'm conflicted in my head, like what's going on. But, I think that, you know, your class, it seemed like all the, it's like the little dominoes fell over, and um, you're like, no, you, you just need flexibility, you need good foundation, you know, good strength, and you're building upon a foundation that you will, you know, get better. And, and you bring up a great point, because I always coach, and will always continue to coach, mobility first, technique second, speed third, then long, slow base training after that. It, it, it really defies a lot of um, uh, traditional triathlon coaching, and my job is not to sit here and, and throw a tri-coach under the, under the bus the way they coach. It's just I found this to work best for the athletes that come to me. With those things being said, when we get the mobility and they're able to adapt the technique, they're starting to see the success. We start to chunk it down. We start to break down the elements that have not been successful for them. And then at that point, they start to see themselves as as really as a swimmer. And that's why I, I love that book, The 4-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss, in that respect, saying, yes, I can learn a language. We all have the ability to learn. I, I give the example all the time, Stephanie. I, Frank Soul, have the ability and the, uh, the mental aptitude to learn how to play the violin. The question is, am I willing to do what's necessary to play the violin and practice and all those kind of things? If I'm not willing to do them, maybe as, uh, as, uh, as one should do is, is not even attempt it or quit. And it's okay to quit. Triathletes believe it's not. There are times when it's okay to quit. It's okay to quit on a workout if things aren't going well. It's okay to quit a ride if you're getting sick. So the reality is you regroup and build for the next day. As long as you know that the mental attitude is there, I'm chunking this down, I'm building on what Coach Frank said, and if I do this over a certain amount of time, I'm going to get better. I like to tell athletes all the time, if you give me six one-hour sessions of practicing a particular skill, you will see improvement. Will we, will we have you right where we want to? Probably not. 
Will we have you better than you were six hours ago? Absolutely. I think the thing that also helped me um, with your coaching is that whenever you go to the pool and you have a practice, focus on one thing. Yeah. Because I would focus, I would think about, well, are my legs right? Are my arms right? Are my, are my hips moving? Da, 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 da. And, um, you know, the first lesson you said, you know, you're too tense. You know, whenever you, my first uh, time in the water after our coaching, you're like, relax. Just relaxing alone made me faster um, just because that was the one thing I focused on. And I think that that's so helpful um, with all, all different, the three sports, you know, any multi-sport or anything is focus on one thing so you can get, get well at that one thing and then build on that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a true believer in that you, you, can, you can really, really get yourself frustrated showing up at the pool or riding the bike or running, focusing on too many things. I will tell athletes, your main focus today should be this, but check in with this every once in a while. Don't over overdo it. Chunk it down. I keep using that word, chunk it down. My objective is I show up at the pool, when I, even when I get in the water. What's my focus for being here? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? What am I getting ready for? And if my left elbow has a tendency to drop too much, that's my focus for the day. That's all I'm worried about is getting that high elbow, early vertical catch, whatever the case may be. Checking with my breathing from time to time and my kick from time to time, but that will not get me overwhelmed because psychologists will tell you, in reality, in our hurried life we live, we really are only capable of focusing really on one thing at a time. And I take that to the nth degree. It's perfect. Thank I think you. it's great. Well, we're coming up on time, and I so appreciate you taking the time to Thank let me interview. Um, can you tell folks where to find you? Yeah, um, uh, I'm in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, and my web uh, address is Soul Swim Solutions, uh, 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 at Soul Swim Solutions. And uh, my email is uh, franksoul at soulswimsolutions.com. Again, on Facebook, if you punched in Soul Swim Solutions. Um, I love, I get a lot of comments. I get a lot of emails from people all over the country uh, asking me for advice. They'll send me videos, and I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, and it, it's a pleasure of mine. I, I, it, this is a passion for me, and that's what I do. Uh, we, get, we get swimmers who are good swimmers to be better swimmers. And that's, that's our success here at Soul Swim Solutions. Great. Thank you so much, Frank. Thanks, and I will see you on Saturday. You got it.